Thank you for joining us as we walk with God. This is Brenda McCord for The Awakening in America, an outreach of the Himmelreich Memorial Christian Library. Hey friends, my name is Brenda. Walt and I are glad you've joined us today as we continue to walk with God. You know, life is a day-by-day journey, and even in the unknowns, we all face bumps in the road, problems, trials, and even struggles. Today, we will look more closely at Psalm 46, and it's a beautiful psalm that draws our focus and our hearts to the Lord. He is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. As we look at the superscription for this psalm, it's very different than the previous psalms we've looked at. A superscription provides background information and musical instruction for worship. It also can give some other historical information about the particular psalm. And Psalm 46 tells us this psalm is written for the choir director. So therefore, we know it is going to be part of worship in the tabernacle and then later in the temple. It is a psalm of the sons of Korah, written by the sons of Korah, Korah, part of the Levi tribe, the Levites coming into the tabernacle temple. And then it tells us it is set to Alamoth. And when we think of Alamoth, the meaning is not truly known for sure, but it is believed to have indicated that this is a song to be sung by soprano or even female voices. And I love the thought that part of worship involves not only men leading in worship and reading the text of the scriptures, but also female voices singing in praise and worship and reminding the people that their focus, their eyes, their heart need to be directed toward God. Well, before we jump into this psalm, I want to tell you a little story about when I was growing up in Troy, Pennsylvania. We had a special fort, and up from our backyard in Troy was a wooded hillside. And so my brothers and I, along with some of our neighborhood friends, we cleared numerous paths that led up that hill to a stone cave. And from that location of that cave, we could look down um, on our elementary school. We could see the playground. We could see the buses and and the parking lot. But we could spot anyone coming up toward the cave through the woods um, on any of the trails that we had cleared. And we would sit there for hours just talking and watching out over our little town from this vantage point. And from this little stone cave, we felt very safe and secure. It was our little refuge. And that's one of the basic human needs is, is to feel safe and secure, to, to feel protected. And, and this psalm is going to talk about this. It even begins with a bold statement of confidence and trust in the Lord. And as he begins, uh, the psalmist says, God is our refuge and our strength. God is a very present help in trouble. And these words are are very powerful words. Refuge, meaning shelter or fortress, the stronghold. 
uh, even that fort that Brenda was talking about, uh, that's the Hebrew word Masada. And this is a place of protection. And David earlier is talking about um, him needing to go to the fortress, the Matsara, but he, he reminds us, this psalm reminds us, it's not a place, it's actually a person of protection, that God is our, is our refuge, our Masada. And then even with strength, he, uh, he's our strength. Um, that word means to have a strong right arm, to be ready to do battle. God has a strong right arm. He's ready to do battle, to, to hold a, a sword, to throw a spear. God is that kind of champion warrior. And then God wants us to come to him. He, he wants to be our help in times of trouble. He wants to be a very present help in times of trouble, not a distant, oh, good luck, but someone that is there with us going through those difficult times. And this reminds me of, of Martin Luther, who in the midst of his struggles wrote a hymn, and the hymn's name is A Mighty Fortress, or A Stronghold, Is Our God. And Brenda, you have some some yeah, phrases and, there you love. Yeah, and he actually wrote this psalm with this hymn with Psalm 46 in mind as as he penned these words, beginning, a mighty fortress is our God, a bulwark never failing. Our helper, he amid the flood of mortal ills prevailing. And then even as you go into the last verse, God's truth abideth still, his kingdom is forever. The words are rich that Martin Luther shared with us here. And even as we, we talk about that, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in times of trouble. There's a therefore, that, a wonderful therefore. Therefore, we will not fear. Mm -hmm. And I, I love that because he's our strong tower, because he's our fortress, because he's our Masada, we don't have to go around and live lives of fear. Um, as we consider this, the text will go on to tell the um, various catastrophes and occurrences in nature, some of which are, are very um, profound. Though the earth should change, though the mountains shake and slip into the sea, though the waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble, Selah, take a moment, think about this, reflect. You don't have to fear in the midst of this because God is our refuge and our strength. And this Selah, again, a lot of the notations of Psalms, there's discussion about what it means, but it seems to mean pause or crescendo or take a musical interlude. Think about these things. Yeah, and as we've looked at these first three verses, God is our refuge and strength. And then we see God as creator. And now as we move in and transition into the middle section of this chapter in Psalm 46, we see that God is the ruler. He is the one in charge of the city of God. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy dwelling places of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She will not be moved. God will help her when morning dawns. There is a river 
And rivers are important in ancient cities. They depended on a good water source, and especially when they were under attack from another nation, an army coming against them. And when we visit Israel, when we're in Jerusalem, we visit the city of David, and a big part of the city of David is visiting the underground water tunnel, one of Walt's favorite places to go to. Okay, okay, let's... Brenda right now is poking fun at me because for over 30 times I've taken groups to Israel. I've done this a bunch, and this water tunnel that King Hezekiah built as the Assyrians were bearing down on the country, it it is an engineering marvel. But there's places in this this tunnel uh, where the water is flowing through um, that get a little bit narrow, and there's places where the roof comes down to about 5 foot 4 inches high. And I know that because you have to be pretty short not to ever hit this roof. And and this tunnel goes almost five football fields long um, under the city of David and eventually to the Pool of Siloam. And and one of the rules is if people go in there, I have to go in with them. And every year I try to tell them, don't go. There, there could be snakes. There could be crocodiles. And Every year, a bunch of people say, oh, I want to go see that now. So <laughs> that's um, kind of sad in a way. So as we visit this water tunnel, we realize the importance of having a water source in the city. And the river makes glad the city of God. And God is in the midst of her. She'll not be moved. And in verse 5, we never walk through a difficult time alone. God is always with us. He is in our midst. God is there. I love the thought. God will help her when morning dawns. At the break of dawn, whether we realize it or not, he knows the perfect time. God will help us. And a reminder of the words of of David in Psalm 30, verse 5, For his anger is but for a moment. His favor is for a lifetime. Weeping may last for the night, but... A shout of joy comes in the morning. Yes, the Lord knows just when to appear. And as we go through difficult times as Christians, as believers, those as non-believers, but we have a source of joy as Christians, as believers in Jesus Christ, we have a source of joy, strength, and refreshment. And we know that he is our help. The nations are in an uproar. The kingdoms tottered. He raised his voice and the earth melted. It's amazing that God just speaks. What would his voice sound like to raise his voice and the earth just melts in front of him because he is the mighty ruler, the one who reigns over all. And verse 7 here sums that up, a restatement of confident trust. The Lord of hosts is with us. The Lord of hosts, that picture of all the armies of angels, and he is Lord over all of them. He is with us, the God of Jacob. And here is that word again, Walt, stronghold. Matzadah. When we visit that in Israel, it is an amazing sight, but it is only a visual, physical rock uh, um, standing in the middle of just desolate desolate, um, landscaping. But he is our stronghold. 
He is the one that we run to. And and I love even is that we repeat again that Selah, that stop and think about this, this reminder. God is our refuge and strength. Rest on that fact. This reminder that, that God is our, our stronghold and we don't have to be moved. That God will bring refreshment and, and like rivers or streams in the midst of a city. Um, he will provide for our needs. Um, this text continues on in verse 8 that he is a king and that he has power and authority to rule over every ruler and over every nation. Come, behold the works of the Lord who has wrought destruction in the earth. This idea, again, of the champion of God as he comes against the nations. He makes wars to cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow, bow and cuts the spear in two. He burns the chariots with fire. And in the ancient Near East at this time, um, the chariots were the tanks of their day. And, and they would come and and attack people and they would just roll right over them. Sometimes they had swords on the outside of the spokes of the run, the running wheels and they would do that, run through and just crush people and kill people. But God burns them up like they're just chaff and God breaks the bow. God cuts the spear. Um, and if this leads up to a great concluding thought, the concluding thought in verse 10, Cease striving and know that I am God. Rest and come and consider me your refuge and strength because I am the Lord God Almighty. And I love that, that know that I am God. That's the Hebrew word yada, and it's an intimate personal relationship. It's a knowledge that comes about with um, only knowing that comes from trust and time spent together. Also time spent in prayer. We were talking earlier that one of the, the, the ways that even we know that he's God is when we get still and we, we read his word and when we pray to him or when we praise him in song, that these are times when we can know God more intimately and, and acknowledge our weakness and our, our lack of strength. God, I can't fix all these things, but you can. And then this concluding thought, I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Um, God will be exalted and lifted up. He will be praised. He's the creator. He's all-powerful ruler. And then the concluding statement, um, a confidence and trust. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Selah. Rest. Think about these things. And this is a repetition. Even the psalm starts with this reminder, um, this this thought that he is our refuge and strength. And this is the second time this phrase, the God of Jacob is our stronghold, um, along with verse 7 concludes that section. And it's that reminder, you have a God, I have a God who is a stronghold. And, and he is the Lord God Almighty. And you and I can rest in that and need to rest in that repeatedly. And God is our refuge and strength. We see that in creation. He is the creator. And then we are reminded that he is the all-powerful ruler over all. And that the Lord of hosts is with us. He is our stronghold. And then we are reminded that he is the strong warrior. He will fight for us. The wars will cease, as Walt shared and that idea of cease striving, stop, stop, stop all your scurrying around, cease striving 
and know, know in a real way that I am God. And so as we bring this chapter in Psalms, a beautiful chapter that again turns our focus and our heart toward God, we ask these questions, Lord, take this information we've read with our eyes, we've taken into our minds and into our head, and now would you bring that into our heart? Would we live differently because of this truth in your word? Perhaps you are have just experienced or even are currently experiencing some storms in life. Are you trying to keep it all together on your own strength? Are you able to share how you're feeling and pour those emotions out to the Lord? Maybe verbally, maybe you're a a person who journals and writes things down. But what is keeping you, what is keeping me from turning to the Lord and asking him to be that source of strength, that source of refuge, the one I can run to? I think of to cease striving that that I would stop trying to do it on my own. And I, I know for me, of what's keeping me from doing that in the midst of life's storms, often it's a pride. It's a, mm-hmm. no, I can do this myself. I'm, I'm reminded of a, when our one son was very young and um, I was doing something and he said, no, daddy, I do it. I do it. And, and, and just this, I can do it. But we say that to God. We can do it. But God says, no, cease your striving and know that I am God. And, and there are things in life that we need to be um, diligent about, that we need to take care of ourselves and work on. But these times of intense storms of life, we need to go to God. Um, I love this song, Lord, I need you. Every hour I need you. And um, this is an old hymn, but it's modernized by Chris Tomlin. It just has some great words. But the, the thought, Lord, I need you, not just right now, but every hour of the day. And we need the strength of God today. Where do you feel weak, powerless, weary? God says, I am your refuge. I am your strength. Cease striving and know that I am God. Until next time, may you continue to walk with God. Thank you for joining us as we walk with God. This is Brenda McCord for The Awakening in America, an outreach of the Himmelreich Memorial Christian Library.